Welcome, welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 296. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Big Brother 25, Claim to Fame Season 2, and Ahsoka. Movies including Meg 2, The Trench. And as always, the week in sports, the week in Funko and collecting weekly Star Wars moment and a weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, it's the news. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is going to be the Zisu show because I have Jack Squat. But <laughs> I did go back home to the motherland in uh, Arizona uh, from the Navajo Nation uh, to the capital, Window Rock, Arizona. Where I went to the uh, Navajo Fair. I have not been there in a billion years since I was a teenager. Uh, went to see Megadeth. And from what I hear and what I've been reading, uh, Thursday night was the concert. And it was the biggest and most crowded uh, music event that they've ever had on the res. They said there was over 10,000 people that night to watch Megadeth. And it was... I didn't think it was packed, but when I saw pictures of it afterwards is when I was like, wow, there was hell of people there. Because we got there pretty pretty early and walked around the fair. From what I remember, it being like really big when I was a kid. Well, I guess everything is bigger when you're a kid. Sure. So I wasn't, I was like, this is it? Um, I mean, no no disrespect to everybody that, that, that was there and puts it on. There was all kinds of stuff throughout the week. Um, we were only there the, the one day, the half a day, and, and the night for the show. But it was awesome to go. Megadeth kicked ass, and they did an awesome set. And uh, I just had an amazing time. Uh, my son, too, on our way home, we were driving back, and um, he was like, you know what, That's but that was the best concert he's been to this year. And I have to agree with them. I mean, I've been to many shows. If you follow us on TikTok and all that, it's all just me at shows and everything. Um, but to be at a show on the res, my res, the Navajo Nation, the capital of the Navajo Nation, Window Rock, and it was nothing but natives there. I'm I'm pretty sure pretty sure majority of them was all were all Navajo. And um, so there's other uh, tribes, there's Hopi and all them on the, on the, in there as well. Uh, there was a, I saw a few white faces there, uh, and it was just an awesome time. All the people that I talked to, I'd mentioned the show, listen to us, listen to us, and follow us here and there. But it was, it was nothing but love at the show. It was, it was amazing. All the videos and pictures I seen of everybody that was there uh, was awesome. And I wished I could have stayed longer. Um, but I did get to see my parents as well as uh, I went and saw Marky down in Phoenix. And uh, I got to see my grandmother. And I got to give her a special shout out. She is in the hospital right now. 
she uh, took a little spill. She was getting up one morning and, and slipped and fell backwards. And her words, she busted her tail. <laughs> so, but she's in good spirits. She's in the hospital. She's got to do some uh, rehab so she can get back up on her feet. She is 97 years old and still going strong and just kicking ass. I hope that I can live uh, to be that age, maybe older, and still have all my marbles. That's what I would. That's what I want. But if I don't, I told the kids, if I don't know what's happening, I don't know who you are. Just roll me off a bridge or put me in a home or something. But um, she's sharp as a tack. She she remembers all kinds of stuff. I haven't put that little episode together when I did talk to her the time before when I was down the res. Um, but uh, it was sad to see her in the hospital. But in it was happy. I was happy to see her. And she was happy to see me too. So I just, we just held hands and hugged and all that. So I was, ooh, don't want to get emotional, but uh, it was good to see my grandma, my shimasane. Um, I love you, and also my parents as well. Good to see them and everybody. I didn't get to see much of uh, my family other than parents and Marky and all them, but it was still fun to go out there. We were, we were there and back. Um, we rented a car from Phoenix and drove up. Uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw the car that I had. I mean, when I rent cars, I just expect them to give me some little Honda Civic or something. or well, I don't know. not Maybe nothing. I mean, any, anything. Last time I rented a car, I think I had like a Kia Soul. Those ones that look like little toasters or lunchboxes, which I thought was an awesome car. If you guys I had plenty of room in there. But uh, she goes, yeah, okay, here's your here's your car. It's a, it's a Dodge. Is it Charger? I think it was a Charger. I was like, uh... Is this the same price as she goes? Yeah, it's it's the same price. I'm like, she goes, well, it's either this or a Chevy Blazer. And I, went, oh. I was just like, man, do I need to be fast and furious? I just okay. asked. She goes, no, it's it's the same price. So I went, okay, well then, all right. I've never driven a car like that. It's I tell you right now, it's not a car for for fat guys. Um, it was cool and it's fast. You barely step on the gas. Whoa, take off. But um, the seats, uh, they're not they're not made for fat guys, boys and girls. So if you big any of you big listeners and, and looking at those cars, sit in it first. Don't just buy it if it doesn't fit. I mean, I toughed it out. I mean, I wasn't like cramping up or anything, but it was not it was not for me. I mean, the car was nice going fast. I think the fast I got up, I mean, the speed limit was 75 up there, which I was Whoa! I was flooring it. So. I think I got to like maybe 80 something. I, I didn't go any higher than that. I just, no, this ain't my car. <laughs> so, but um, it was cool. Especially the, the roads in Arizona are, to me, are just crappy. I mean, there's just potholes, potholes, and they were fixing some. And especially on the res, too, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my people, but come on, guys, fix those roads because <laughs> they were beat to hell. But uh, it was cool. Uh, to go out there and just see what I could. I'm definitely going to go back really soon. Uh, I want to see my grandmother some more. Uh, but it was fun. So everybody that listens, if we have any new listeners that I, I talk to from the show, or if you follow us on TikTok, right on, thank you. Um, it was nothing but love at that show. And they they said this was the first. Well, they've had metal bands there. But I guess this is probably like the biggest one that they've ever had there. Because uh, Dave Mustaine, lead singer from Megadeth, he was like, 
He goes, he goes, we'll, we've never played here before, but we're definitely going to come back. And I was like, hell yeah. And if they go back again, hopefully not playing on the rodeo. They played at the rodeo grounds and it was right after the rodeo too. So the floor was all dirt and it was like pitted from all the horses and the bulls and everything galloping around the, the arena. And um, it, it was, it, it did your ankles no justice, especially if you were in the pit, man. I'm sure you, hopefully none of you guys twisted your ankles. Eric was out there. Uh, I've seen some videos of him crowd surfing. He went to, once the show started, I lost him. I was kind of off uh, by myself watching and enjoying the show and everything. So, but it was really cool. Uh, I'm glad that we went and I'm glad my son got to experience a show. He's been to many, many shows that I've taken to him since he's been 10 years old and he's 18 now. And for, for him to say that this was the best show that he has been to, it was really heartwarming just because it was it was with our people uh, out of the Navajo Nation. And I just, oh, my God, I, I can't wait to go back. I, I wish I could go back more than I than I have been lately, but it was, it was just so awesome. So any of you listeners out there that are out in the, on the Navajo Nation, please just you guys rule. Thank you so much for welcoming uh, welcoming us to uh, to your home. Oakland is my home. Yes, my heart is in the res in Arizona, but, um, I don't know what else to say, man, but it was just an awesome, awesome time. And I just can't wait to go back. I'm gonna try to go back to the, um, to the fair next year, hopefully take my grandsons, but it's during school. That's the thing uh, about this one. Um, I guess the next night Ja Rule and, uh, Ashanti played. Uh, I saw pictures of that. It did look like there was a lot of people there, but it, it was, it didn't look like as much as, when Megadeth rocked the house. So it was cool. It was just them. There was no opening band. Uh, they had the full stage set up, the big screens and the lights and all that. No pyro. But uh, it was awesome. And I just couldn't believe it. I mean, like me going to shows, I'm going to go see Megadeth uh, next month in Reno. But when I go to something like that, to a regular show, uh, majority uh, white faces. I mean, nothing, nothing negative against that. But uh, for me, going to to the res and just looking at all the people and just, wow, these, they don't look like me, but they're, they're as dark as me. I mean, that's the only way I can put it. But no disrespect to anyone, but it was just awesome to do that. I've been to shows before on the res. little smaller shows and it's cool to see all the the natives out there having fun but to see majority of just happy navajo faces everybody smiling having a good time everybody was singing everybody was headbanging uh it was funny to see a lot of cowboy hats in their headbanging because it was a rodeo but uh oh man i mean I, i had such a blast oh shout out to um um I, I'm going to throw another uh, interview. Uh, Cecily Torricini. She is the co-owner of the Enchant the Enchantment Skate Park or skate, uh, Enchantment Skate Shop in Gallup, New Mexico. Uh, Eric and I stopped in there and uh, got a quick little interview with her. So I'm going to put that together. It's going to be a part of uh, ESP Skate Society. So uh, listen to that. Um, sorry about some of the background noise. She was uh, putting my grip tape on my skateboard, so there's a lot of scraping and everything. And uh, she's kind of soft-spoken, so but that's just how uh, some people are. But it was an awesome little interview. I wish I could have uh, um, had more time with her. I'll definitely have, have to bring her as well as the other guy that owns the the shop back on the show to talk a, a little more 
about everything. But we did talk about some little stuff. I think the interview was only like 10 minutes, but that was enough. It was cool. I wasn't expecting to interview anyone on this trip, but I had to think of the show and uh, for Skate Society as well. So it was always cool for me. I didn't get to skate the uh, skate park across the street, but the next time I go out there. So, but I'll put that episode together and put it out after this one. So, but as far as that, um, again, I have nothing really, everyone. I was just been working and, and then I was gone for pretty much Wednesday to Saturday. So, but I meant to get out to the, to the movies to see the nun too. From what I hear, everyone's saying that, that it's better than the last one. I didn't really care for the first nun, but uh, as soon as I see it, I'll, I'll definitely come on here and let you guys know what I thought of it. So, but as far as that, I'll chime in on some stuff, but yeah, yeah, everyone, that was pretty much uh, my week um, or since the last time we recorded, but all right, brother, it's all on you, man. Take it away. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, definitely due for a uh, uh, BB update, live feed update. Uh, I'm overdue on that. I've, the past few days, I've been thinking every day, oh, I'm going to do it. 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 I'm doing it. But um, usually it's 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 better when I can uh, bounce it off of you. So, you know, we don't have to go too in depth, but, uh, you know, a lot of stuff happens in the house. So I don't even know how far it was back when we last recorded. But just to give a rundown of uh, who's gone uh, first week, uh, Luke was uh, removed from the game. So he's out. Uh, Kirsten was evicted week one. Uh, week two, Riley was out. Week three, Heisen was out. Uh, and then I think around week four is maybe the last time I did a check-in, but we didn't uh, come back for that eviction because it was Blue. It was uh, Cameron was HOH. Blue and Jag were on the block. And uh, at eviction night, Matt had won a power. And Sari was all in her ear. She's like controlling this game. The former Survivor player, Sari, she's with everybody. She, everybody feels good with her. And yeah, she's been running the game uh, seriously. So, like Matt had the power, but it was like Sari that was going to make the decision. Like that's how like the the strangle hold she kind of has on the game. And it came to eviction night, and going when the live feeds went down it looked like jag was going to be voted out and that was that but uh the show actually happens and somehow some way uh matt decided to use the power so jag was saved the eviction was canceled nobody left the house and they played the next um had a household uh jared ended up getting it it was it was like a, a a question competition so it was like jared won it but he like he didn't like izzy got the question wrong it came down to him and izzy and she got the question wrong so he won had a household and it's crazy he because now he has a few like wins under his belt per se but every one of them has been like basically like through no skill of his own and uh, i gotta say um jared far and away son of Suri, is the person i've enjoyed the least on the show in years many many seasons and there's been some like bad offenders last year we had Daniel was was real, you know, 
one of the biggest offenders of of uh, to Taylor last year. But uh, even Daniel wasn't close to as bad as like Jared's ego is out of control and it like doesn't stop and he whines and complains and it seems like every everything it oddly comes like it seems to come from this like jealousy he almost seems to have and tells you all the time oh you don't know you don't know and then whatever like it turns out they were right and he's like oh yeah so i'm thinking this and uh it's just the most annoying person and uh, i'm not the only one that feels that way the uh community is uh quite unhappy with him um yeah, obviously they're looking for any little thing and um who, wait, who, who is this again i'm i'm trying to picture who was uh, everyone jared Suri's son Suri is the uh survivor player and jared is her son is he off the show oh no, no. Here he is okay never mind he's who's he's off there. again i i need to see faces say it again who's off so uh Luke's gone, Kirsten's gone, Riley's gone, Heisman's gone. And I was just about to say it, uh, Red is gone. Your guy Red, the chill Billy is out. Oh, he's out? Okay, well, that's one down for me. How many yep. viewers are out? <laughs> uh, well, I, I had two main that I picked at the beginning, Nicole and Jag. Jag was basically evicted, and then the superpower kept him in the game. He received a 10-0 vote, and actually it was so sad, too, because he truly didn't see it coming, and America told him that they're lying to you, and you don't have the votes, and he was like, no, calm down, like, it's okay, and, like, Jag is, like, such a cool guy, but he's not a good game player. He's not good in the game, but uh, yeah, uh, Jared is making the feeds really hard to watch. To me, it's almost come to the point where now, if I see him on the feed, I'm going to switch it. And hopefully there's something on the other feed. If all four feeds are on the same conversation and Jared's in it, I most likely will just stop the feeds because I nobody really knows cannot he's, stand the guy now. <laughs> nobody knows he's um, that lady's son yet, other than uh, Izzy. Izzy knows, and um, he also has been dumbly, like, he's been in this, like, re- like long-term relationship outside the house, but he has been with Blue inside the house. They're hanging out. They're hooking up. They're kissing. They're under the covers. They've even completely hooked up. They went all the way in the house. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so, and this, he's kind of a scumbag too, because then on top of that, like he keeps giving shout outs to this person at home. And he, you, when you, when you win head of household, uh, uh, you can, rec- you have a list of people you would like to get letters from home from. And she was number one on his list. And when he won head of household, that's not the letter that came. He got the second person on his list. His brother wrote him the letter. So, I mean, that should have been assigned to him, but he like keeps shouting her out. I don't know. Dude's, uh, dude's ego is out of control. He's 
kind of a scumbag. He's pretty negative. It's he's just one of the least enjoyable persons I've ever seen on the show, honestly. Don't hate the player, hate the game. And you know what sucks? He's got <sighs> a great shot at winning this game. He's lined up to win it with Suri in the game and their power structure that they have, like he has a great shot to win this. And it's it's crazy because the point where we're at now, just uh, fast forward a little. Okay, so Jared uh, won the HOH after Jag didn't go home. And Jared put up Red and Cameron. And Cameron won the veto, saved him himself. But then there was this weird thing where <laughs> if you have the live feeds on right now, there's a punishment where Suri and the Felicia, they're stuck in a kayak. Anytime they want to walk around the house, they have to act like they're kayaking. What? <laughs> yeah. Hella funny. And they're just high <laughs> they're just kayaking across the house from the bedroom to the to the bathroom. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Buddy Games crossover. It's a new show with uh, hosted by Josh Dumel starting on uh, Thursday. Have you heard about it, Buddy Games? Mm-hmm. You, you, I, I don't. You know, I know you're not the biggest fan of like Big Brother, Survivor, these like reality show games. It's one of those. But the the hook you might like about it is it's like I guess it's like a shout out to Josh Dumel's. Uh, Growing up in the 80s, throwback to like an 80s vibe, like uh, camp games with your like friends. So it's all people like around our age. Um, in is teams, he still like, with playing, um, like these games? Is he still married to Fergie? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> She's I haven't seen her in the promos for the show, but uh, yeah, I'm jumping a little all over the place because another fun. And I, it's actually on my screen right now. It's actually kind of sad because Matt basically won the veto competition yesterday. And instead of taking the veto, which is a prize everybody wants because it's power in the game, he misunderstood the last prize was a punishment. He thought it was a, a, a like a thing because they said like, oh, you'll get to hang out with uh, Josh Dumel. And take selfies all the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, I thought I was going to get like a meet him and have like a dinner with Josh Dumel. It turns out he has to basically wear like a buddy game style outfit. And they they uh, he has to carry around with him a cardboard cutout of Josh Dumel around the house. OK, Josh Dumel. I had to look this up really quick. He is 50 years old from somewhere in North Dakota. He was married to Fergie from 2009 to 2019, so that was a good 10 year, 10 year stretch. Yeah. And a few, a couple years later, he married Udra Mari, I think. I don't know. That's how you say it. I don't know who this woman is. So, oh, she's an American model, television, TV host, a beauty pageant title holder. Miss World America 2016. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know yeah. who this young you woman go. is, but uh, yeah. she's pretty. I, okay, if this is a picture of her, she's a pretty young gal, but 
Come on, dude. You just got married for 10 years and you were single for like a couple and you got <laughs> married again. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, to each his own, everyone. Sure, but sure, sure. no, hell no. I mean, <laughs> once is enough. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love my wife yeah. and she loves me and everything. But uh, we both said that if, the, if this was if it's for whatever reason, he goes, I'm like, I'd never get married again. Not well, saying anything bad about my wife, man. I love her to death. So don't <laughs> before right, you guys yeah. start saying anything, but yeah, uh, yeah, hell no, man. Once is enough. That's me, everyone. <laughs> Not like some of my buddies. Yeah. One, one of my buddies married five times. Whoa, like, dude, you didn't learn the after the fourth time. Oh my, damn. Again, that's a lot. Zone. <laughs> um, but yeah, this buddy game show. So they're promoting it. They had this veto competition yesterday and then yeah so Suri and felicia are stuck in this kayak and they are wearing like uh, safety vests and helmets and then yeah matt thought he was getting he literally thought he was getting a prize he was gonna hang out with josh duvel and instead ends up being this punishment like i said basically where he's in this costume and he's bringing the stand-up of josh duvel with him all around the house right now uh He's playing a chess against, I think that's Izzy. The, the angle's not very good on the camera they're showing. But yeah, everybody's there, Jag and, and uh, Bowie and Jared. Is that? No, it might be. Why is it so hard to see who it is? It's like super blurry. Might be blue, actually, he's playing against. Anyways, but yeah. Um, when it comes over the loudspeaker, uh, the in-house speaker, it's like, Matt, you and Josh should take a picture in the bathroom. So he'll go down to the bathroom and then he'll pose or he'll do a selfie or if somebody's there, they'll take the picture. <laughs> so he won the thing, but he ended up with a punishment. <laughs> Yeah, why is it so blurry? Okay, here it is. Cleared up. Yeah, something's wrong. What the hell is uh, Cameron wearing? Oh, Cameron's in a piggy uh, costume. Um, Izzy got the piggy punishment, which last night her and Cameron had to each take like a thousand cups of dirt from one side of the yard to the other. And if they didn't, uh, Izzy wouldn't be able to play in the next uh, uh, veto, which was an interesting scenario. Like Cameron did it, but he could have. He's like against her. He's nominator for eviction this week, so he could have like not done it and then like at hurt her, you know. But there's, he did there's it. Josh Dumel. I was about to say, who the hell is that? I have the the four. <laughs> Picture, I was like, who the hell is that standing there? I went, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hella funny. So, um, like I said, it's it's a whole Buddy Games cross-promotion. So there's a two-hour episode of Big Brother on Wednesday to promote Buddy Games after Big Brother on Thursday. And, yeah, the commercials for it, like, it's real... real vhs style 80s throwback and i guess buddy games is like a thing that like josh dumel <laughs> and his real life friends is zooming did in on every him. summer huh they're zooming in What's on that? josh <laughs> oh 
Nice. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's funny too, like in the past when they've done like promos, like I'm saying like 10 years ago plus on Big Brother, um, when they were promoting like a new show, like the person would actually show up to the house, like uh, David Hasselhoff, like went to the Big Brother house. And Who he was like playing chess with? Matt and he's Matt's in the uh, okay. He's in the 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 Buddy Games punishment outfit. Okay, I was like, what is that? I can't really tell where I'm watching the four screens. Oh, there's my girl Bowie. She must Bowie not be. King. She must not be. She must not be cold. Everyone else is all bundled up. See Definitely Corey in Bowie there with a blanket King. over his legs. <laughs> well, you two of my that, girls are uh, still in it. You see that one video? I, I think I sent it to you. It's like real popular in the community. Felicia saying, "Bowie Jane, effing Bowie Jane." <laughs> well, the so one, what's his name? Red. Red was my runner-up. Yeah, Red got blindsided, and so did your girl Bowie Jane and Cameron. So that's what made actually what's happening right now this week so interesting. So here's where we're at. Last week. Um, like I said, Jared was HOH. He put Cam and Red on the block. Cameron won uh, veto, took himself down. Uh, Jared put Jag up in the place, so Jag was in danger again. Um, and for most of the week, it was like said in the house that uh, they were just going to vote out Jag again. But uh, all of a sudden, the Suri side, the Suri circle, they got all concerned about. Um, Red and Cam coming back together. I guess they had a little bit of a breakup. It was kind of silly. Because um, basically of some misinformation that um, Red is was is basically he was a little gullible. And um, when Jared told him that Cam threw him under the bus, he just took took his word for it. And they kind of stopped talking <laughs> even though they were like closest allies. So, uh, but late in the week, red came to Jared and was like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to talk to cam at some point. So I'd like you to be there. So when he did that, all of a sudden it made Jared and the Surrey side, Oh no, they're going to reconnect. We have to break them apart. So we have to vote red out. So they got everybody in on it except for, Bowie Jane and Cam. So when the vote happened, it was eight to two. And yeah, Bowie Jane was blindsided. She didn't know. Cam didn't know. And Red walked out to his interview with Julie and he was shocked and saddened. And then immediately they did a, a head of household competition on the show. And it was like a uh, a questions thing and then cam won and everybody was like shocked and saddened and stunned and obviously yeah bowie was hurt uh cam was hurt and what was really interesting is this week um cam did a little misdirection even to people that follow the show everybody was like uh, he's telling everybody he's just going to do a repeat and put up Jag and Blue. And it's like, oh, how boring, how lame, like, dumb. Like, I get it, but dumb. And then um, 
Friday, the feeds went down for nominations. And when they came back, it turned out Cam nominated Izzy and Felicia. So he's like going at the core and he wants he wants to uh, backdoor Sari. So that's his big move. It won't happen. Jared has the veto, so he's not going to risk his mom going up. But um, that's where we're at. Most likely Felicia will be leaving on Thursday. So uh, she's been fun. She's been really messy. She speaks her mind. She's the oldest woman to ever play the game. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, she might be the last person to leave before the jury phase of the game starts, which actually is kind of shocking because I thought at some point she'd just end up in the jury house and she takes care of them inside the house here. So I figured she'd take care of them there. But uh, yeah, that kind of looks like uh, where we're at right now with the whole thing. So she got to carry this kayak around with her. Yeah. Well, that's only, that one's only a 48 hour punishment. So they're getting close to being done. Cause they started, um, last night, a Saturday, Saturday afternoon. And so they only got till tomorrow about three ish. So, all right and then they have to do it but i heard like whatever like they they're saying it's pretty tough and you know what else is interesting about it is you know how izzy is so close to Suri and tells her everything well now that felicia and izzy are on the block like you can't like felicia and Suri are never apart because they have to be with the kayak so there's no time that izzy's been able to talk any game with Suri and she's normally like right there with her all the time reporting everything so but yeah it looks like uh I, I know Bowie Jane had the they give him like a, a little camcorder to come in and record stuff for social media the big brother social media page and it looks like uh Jared has it right now and he's Interviewing Bowie Jane about something. F and Bowie Jane. Yeah, I saw that she was running around with that camera. Yeah, yeah, it's for social media. They give it to them, and then yeah, they they upload stuff. Um, couple funny things. Uh, one I sent you was uh, Felicia. One of the nights started uh, in the middle of the night started uh in her sleep started singing did you did you hear that uh -uh. okay yeah i don't know if you still got it i I think i said it to you the other day um but that's pretty funny because it's whatever it's um the live feed update show he he caught it on there and like i guess yeah in the middle of night just out of nowhere felicia was like And and the um, I guess yeah, America, Corey, and McColl are sleeping in that room that they're in, and they were all awakened to it, and they're like, "What? What is happening?" (laughs) She was like singing, like, 
Just in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. She started singing in her sleep. So funny because it's not the first time this happened before that they've caught her on the show uh, all the way back in season 18. Um, there was a guy in that season also named Corey, and uh, he in the middle of his sleep started talking about Harry Potter in the middle of his sleep and it got caught and whatever they put it on the show and you know harry harry potter game 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 of harry potter we need we need to put we need to play a game of harry potter (laughs) in his sleep so that's the one thing too on the show like sheesh anything anything can go you know and whatever you're snoring you're that's gonna be on the live feeds you know if you're talking in your sleep, that's going to be on the live feeds. Probably going to make the show. <laughs> mm. Crazy, but, crazy, uh, everybody. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll put a bit in that for until the live feed updates. But, um, yeah, there's another clip I should send you. It's pretty funny. The one guy who does a live feed updates, uh, uh, Taron Armstrong, uh, he always does, like, impersonations of, like, people in that house and he did a really good one of like Bowie Jane ran up on McColl and McColl looked like scared so he did that impression and Bowie Jane's like come on bye bye bitches meeting (laughs) (laughs) which is barely an alliance anymore like I said like and this was before the whole like blindsiding of it that was just on tonight's episode too. Like you got to see that obviously Bowie Jane took it kind of hard too. She's like, I would have been fine. Like, I don't know why you guys did that to me. And it really, it really is like, they didn't have to do that. Like, it's actually crazy. Like (laughs) that they didn't realize how loyal that Bowie Jane could have been to them. And they almost just like, throw away a number for nothing you know (laughs) anyways yeah we'll do more on the live feed update because uh definitely got to put one of those together so yeah all right what else you got uh jumping back over to claim to fame season two last time we recorded i talked to you about it uh, I went back, and it turns out there was only last two episodes to watch, so I watched that, uh, the finale. So spoilers for Claim to Fame Season 2. Just wanted to run by you uh, who the people, the last four people were and who they related to. Um, girl on it, I think she was the uh, niece of uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., she had survived earlier in the competition where somebody guessed that she was related to Jeff Gordon. So they were on the right track with NASCAR, but they got it wrong the first time. But she got got. She was out at Final Four. And then in the Final Three, um, it really did come all the down to this competition where they brought all the people back. And that's when I was like, damn, all the people that were eliminated along the way, even the Tom Hanks relative they had to wait in like sequester like hotel rooms like and wait for the rest of his game to play out so i don't know how long that was because they sure act like it was like 
every episode was like a week. I don't know if that's actually true, but if it was like, and this was like a nine, 10 week thing, that's crazy. Especially for that, that first, the, the Tom Hanks relative that threw a fit. I mean, she was sitting in a hotel for nine weeks <laughs> waiting yeah. for this thing to end. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they pay you for that, but still. Supposedly, that's what they said. Anyways, it came down to this competition where they all uh, came back and they had to help the final three in teams. And so it really came down to that kind of. So the guy that won, he forced the other two to go up and guess. And um, uh, the girl guessed that uh, this one guy, he was related to uh donnie osmond and it actually did come down to one of the final clues in that last challenge there was a lunchbox with uh uh donnie and marie on it so obviously that gave it away um and she figured that out so yeah uh he got revealed as related to donnie osmond and then the guy uh he Guess that she was related to J.B. Smoove because um, there was like Curb Your Enthusiasm clues and Caesar Sportsbook clues that people helped him get together. So he wins. This this guy wins. And then uh, he is revealed to be the uh, younger brother, but taller and bigger than Nick Cannon. So that's the winner of Claim to Fame Season 2, the uh, brother of Nick Cannon. He wins mm-hmm. the big money. <laughs> and yeah, Nick Cannon recorded a video to him. Actually, yeah, I think all three last people all had videos. J.B. Smoove, um, Donny Osmond, and yeah, Nick Cannon. So, yeah, finished Claim to Fame season two. And then it was interesting. I backed out and I told you last time I was on that they had removed season one. Well, season one is back. So I was like, okay, I don't know why I was gone for a while, but it's back. So figure I might as well finish that now. There weren't any spoilers in season two for season one. So, (laughs) all right. Yeah. Oh, all right. Gee. Yeah, you can tell you, tell you man. I don't have nothing. <laughs> so. uh, got out to the theater for one film, one of the last days uh, in the theater. Moms really wanted to see The Meg 2, The Trench, in theaters. Um, interesting, especially since we went on uh, Wednesday. Tuesday is the deal day that brings people in, but... Uh, I'm sure Wednesday probably is, especially midday, is probably uh, one of the slowest times. I don't know if there was, I think there was maybe one other person in the theater, which you could tell by the parking lot that uh, it was very dead, very empty. And um, of all theaters, especially because it was like on its final days of run, I think it's not even playing here anymore locally. Um, but yeah, we were in like one of the very back, side theaters and in theater 10 so the very back very 
small, tiny, little three-row theater and uh, got in there and the little pre-movie commercials were like, uh, you could hear them, but you couldn't see them. And my mom was like, oh, you should go tell them. And I was like, ah, when the, you know, the movie comes and the previews, if they're not showing, then I'll go tell them. And then it came to the part when the pre thing ended and then like nothing came on so i was like ah oh. so i had to go tell them and they were filling around took a while and they flat out just moved us to like another theater on the other side of the theater so but uh yeah not surprised obviously uh, middle day at the end of its run there was uh nobody else in there private private uh viewing of the meg too but uh yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought the first one was all right. For the most part, I was kind of eh about this one. Um, I mean, it's out there and, you know, it's silly, but that's kind of what it's meant to be. So, you know, it can be enjoyable in certain ways. Uh, one thing I found interesting about it was uh, it seems to have, uh, it had like a, uh kind of a, a china backing to it like a lot of, like the funding and the production of it so uh, it seemed like they kind of there was like um they added like that kind of element too like uh there's uh, uh chinese language and subtitles for like uh, uh certain parts of it and for for characters so I thought that was interesting, like an interesting touch to it. I didn't know, I didn't hear about that uh, being part of it, but yeah, I don't know. Did you like the first one? Yeah, parts. Yeah. It was kind of weak. I, I I was all excited. I love shark movies. And I figured it would be good because it was in the theater. Usually, I mean, if you go on Tubi or YouTube or what have you, all these crazy sh- shark films and i was like all right cool they have they have done a uh a meg type of film it's goofy one of those uh shark attack movies but so i was like all right cool right on. i was ready for when and when it was over i was like uh that's why i'm not i mean I, i'm gonna watch this one eventually but i, I didn't i didn't want to rush out to the theater to see it yeah it's on uh for home viewing now i noticed uh you can you can watch it at home. No, like I said, not surprised. Um, like I said, I think we saw it the last day. Uh, it was going to be in theaters, at least here. I think uh, it stopped airing the very next day. So we saw it the very last possible day of its run. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, parts of it, obviously, it's 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 out there and, and obviously very fantasy like and the scenarios that they're jumping into and even just this idea of them going way down on the depths of the ocean this trench that like the one meg that was in captivity like it like senses they're going to the trench so it decides to escape after them like why didn't it 
leave before. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, and then it turns out there's like more of these megalodons hanging out in the trench, and then there's this whole underwater secret lab thing, and then there's a reason why this is like I said, parts of this in the trailer. There's not spoiler. The the three are gonna like team up the megs are gonna team up and they get to come to the surface now and then a whole bunch of that stuff's in the trailer like i actually i i I found it interesting that most of what i remember from the trailer is for all the end of movie stuff like there's a bunch of stuff the whole trench stuff i actually don't remember them dealing with that too much in the trailer so but is there gonna be a third one probably but i don't know how well this one did like it's like i said it seems like it was uh marketed for more of like a world audience not just a u.s audience so it was pretty interesting i found so i don't know like how well it did in china but i'm sure it was like pretty pretty heavily marketed there is is my guess so would you watch it again you know what i actually might just because like these kind of movies kind of carefree action type movies like this um i feel like it actually is kind of like a rewatchable too because it's like silly light action you know and it's the kind of thing where it's like it's violent like shark kills but i think the way they get away with it is um there's very minimal blood in this right so i think that's how they get away with this this is uh let me look it up i think it's pg-13 right yeah uh yes it is so yeah that's i'm sure that's how they get away with it you know there's chomp downs but it's not like super gory bloody type so uh, um it's funny like if you just look at the and you can't always rely on these but the user review titles on uh imdb it says exactly what it says on the box leave your brain at home terrible unashamedly ridiculous but made me giggle it's awful <laughs> yeah i see that it's out there and um sure. yeah, and it okay. is hour oh, 56 minutes so yeah it was pretty standard i don't know like yeah don't get me wrong like this isn't making my indie year top 10 list but like i actually do think it's probably like rewatchable and like enjoyable like kind of on that level like i don't know i mean you like the sharknado movies too right i mean but those are meant to be stupid and you know sharknado says it in the title this one yeah uh, it's goofy they try to be serious it kind of no it kind of plays into that too especially like you know they're like okay yeah now i'm gonna like make a bomb spear and like let's jump on jet skis that's how we'll get them like 
it's pretty out there. And then it's like, there's like, you know, dinosaur fights too and things like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, how is CGI? There. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not terrible, but oh, damn, that was you know, not top notch. But, uh, I'm sorry, I'm talking about uh, Christine, the 40th anniversary. That was, <sighs> damn it, that's uh, ooh, it's playing Wednesday. Maybe we'll see. But I, I got to get out to the theater. I still need to see uh, Gran Turismo, um, Equalizer Three, The Nun Two just came out, and I see that my Big Fat Greek Wedding Three is out. I didn't even know there was a part three coming, so I got to see that. I love the first. Uh, the first one was awesome. Second one, I don't remember, but I do remember enjoy, enjoying it. But uh, this third one, uh, I'm all in. I need to see it to finish the trilogy. Um, I do want to see Strays. That trailer looked funny, but it looked like it's only playing two times a night. So it must be already out the door. But Oppenheimer, did you get out to see that yet? I didn't um, probably do the the double feature at home when I can, I guess. Do it that way. <laughs> Barbie, out of those two, Barbie is the only one you need to see on the screen. Oppenheimer, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong, everyone. I mean, but it was nothing to write home about seeing it on the big screen. Barbie is something you need to see on that big Gloria screen because of Barbie land and, and all of that, all the effects and stuff that they have in the background. But Oppenheimer, it was shot. Cinematography was awesome, but it was just a lot of inside laboratories and offices and stuff like that. And there's some cool scenery shots, but it was nothing to, uh, to write home about. So, but house um, of a thousand corpses, 20th anniversary in theaters. I don't think it's here, but I would go see that in the theater. I wish they'd do uh, Devil's Rejects. If they put that in the theater again, I'm there. That was the best one out of the three. But Like I mentioned last pod, though, Equalizer 3, that's uh, that's the movie right now. That, yeah. That's so I'll probably good. see that. I'll see that so before good. I see the other ones. And I see that um that vampire movie is uh, already oh, yeah. out there. The um, the pirate ship one, right? The the last voyage of the Demeter. Uh, Mike said it was good. It, the oh, character oh. looks interesting. From Elemental, did that like come and go already? Yeah, it's about to be on Disney Plus. Oh, see, I take it it just didn't didn't hit. <laughs> it didn't, but you know what I heard I heard about it? It actually had a very rare type of um box office run. Usually, if something doesn't hit, it just falls off and it's done. Elemental actually continued to do decent 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 decent. So it like it did well enough. Like it had a really interestingly like sustained run at the box office. So I heard it was very rare what happened to it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for movies because I have nothing. I didn't. I didn't watch anything, everyone. But um, 
my Spider-Verse steelbook came in the mail. I still haven't even picked that up. Is this is this still available? I'll swing into Best Buy and see. I I saw cool. I, I saw Walmart had them, but that's the Blu-ray one. I want. Well, it looks like the Flash is still available. I need to get over and get that too. Um, yeah, it's crazy what happened to Flash. Now people aren't even streaming it. No love. I was watching it. <laughs> uh, well, is it just Spider-Man or Spider-Verse? Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, let me see. Here it is. Yep, still in, still in stores. And I'm going to have to go Good. tomorrow and check it out. Yeah, um, you never know. That first one went quick. So, oh man, I gotta. It's not available in Reno. What about? Um, hmm, Spanish Springs. Uh, any is it? This is the 4K one, right? Right. How did it come in mail? In, in mail, did it? Yeah. Not drive on. Arrived fine. Arrived in a. <sighs> In a box, in a smaller type box. So I guess it could have rattled around, but arrived fine. It's interesting, too, because uh, it's one of those uh, releases, like the actual steelbook itself, once it's open, uh, the front cover and the back cover, it only has like art on it. It doesn't say across the Spider-Verse anywhere on it except for the spine of it. So, kind of a kind of a cool design. Uh, I'm looking at the steelbook at Walmart. It, uh, I like the other cover, the one that uh, you have. This cover, I mean, it looks hard. It's a cool cover, but uh, I want the 4K one. You know, I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll send it. I saw it yeah. when we were in Arizona. And Eric was like, "You better get it. it might be gone." <laughs> so, but, yeah, uh, you know what's? Uh, I'll try yep. to get the other one. Yeah, you know what's going uh, selling out everywhere is these. Uh, whew, they're expensive though. These uh, Disney Plus release Blu-rays. Uh, Loki, WandaVision, and Mandalorian Season 1 and 2. I got uh, WandaVision, Mando 1 and 2 on Walmart for about 45 And then Loki was sold out everywhere except for Amazon. And they had it for 55 and so I reluctantly ordered it that. But now looking at it, it's gone down to 44.96, and they still have it for pre-order there. So Loki is the first one coming out here. It's uh, a couple weeks here, September 26th. Did Loki. you ever pick up? Do you ever end up getting that Willow one from that one? I did. Um, 
but I might look. need to get another one now because I let uh, Jade borrow it. So maybe I'll just order another one and uh, let her keep that. Did you look at it? I mean, how did it come out? Yeah, I tried it to make sure it worked and it was good and it did. So, yeah, yeah I was happy with it. So, yeah, I mean, I've got a couple from that dude and they work. So, yep. Yeah. All right, yeah, everyone. Uh, um, this Loki, at least, I'm looking at the back right now. It comes with uh, all. Uh, Wow, you forget too how short some of these series are. Loki was only six episodes, so two discs, uh, three episodes on each disc, and then extras. Never before seen extras. Designing the TVA gag reel and deleted scenes. Official TVA orientation video, and the assembled making of Loki, which I guess is also on Disney Plus. Really cool covers, though. You've, you've right. seen these, right? I sent these your way. I, I the covers for Loki. Yes, I've, I've and, seen them. Yeah, Loki, WandaVision, Mando one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll get Mando and Loki. So. Yeah. Loki is the one. I guess if I was you, I'd, I'd pre-order that from. Uh, from Amazon, good price, forty four ninety six, and everywhere else is sold out. So, all right, everyone, that was it. Just the one movie. Again, I don't have nothing. So, let's move it on to Star Wars. And the only thing right now is Ahsoka. And there's yeah. what three episodes out so far? No, four. There's a fourth one. Did I miss it? I thought I, no, we were we were gone. We were gone. Okay, I didn't watch the fourth. You one haven't seen yet, the fourth so. one? No, not yet. Because it came oh, out man. what? Wednesday? Big stuff. Tuesday. Uh, no, Tuesday. Did I watch? Big it? episode. Fight in the forest. I didn't see it. Whoa. I, okay. uh, yeah, I didn't see. I fallen Jedi. No, I didn't see it. So. No spoilers. I haven't seen it yet, everyone. I I just and watched the first avoided, three. And you've avoided the the big spoiler from it. Yeah. So we'll let's skip over that. Let me watch it. Then we'll go do we'll do an anchor for it or anchor. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Spotify yeah, podcasters. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I I thought there was only three. Well, because of the events of uh, the fourth episode. Uh, the fifth episode is highly anticipated and so much so that, uh, if you're lucky enough to be in an area with an AMC theater, um, they are airing the fifth episode on the big screen for free. So if you're lucky enough, uh, you can get tickets to that, uh, AMC theater. I looked it up in the interest of us and interestingly and sadly, uh, obviously, no AMC in Eureka, but or Reno. no AMC in Reno, no AMC even in Merced for Jade. So I was like, damn, I let her know. And she's like, oh, closest one to me is San Francisco. She's like, I want to go. <laughs> so I don't think she's going to. But uh, yeah, would have been cool. 
especially to get out there with uh, fellow fans and whatnot, and especially something like that. Like it's like a first time you're seeing it. And um, yeah, mm. there's no indication of this, so it's not a spoiler. But the rumor is, and they don't even hint at this in episode four, so I'm, I'm not spoiling this for you. But the rumor is that uh, five might have a uh, Clone Wars flashback, and we might get a uh, bunch of uh, Clone Wars era characters, like from like the animation. So, rumor, like yeah, nothing is hinted at or confirmed or anything like that but it's just obviously you know people rumor so they're guessing like well that's one of the reasons maybe why it'd be such a a, a thing to see on the big screen Mm, well all we have are cinemark and galaxy in the and we're coming attractions, CA. So we're S O L. So right. So, yeah. I, well, well. Let me watch it. I'll probably watch it after we record. We're done, and we'll talk about great, it later on. So great episode. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to. Uh, we should record like a like an anchor for it. So, but all right, sports. So started off with baseball. We got slapped up by the Texas Rangers uh, in uh, Dallas or Fort Worth or wherever that stadium is. Well, we won the first night uh, on Friday night on the 8th, 6-3. Uh, to three. Then we got slapped up Saturday, 2-3, to three, and Sunday, 4-9. Uh, so we uh, at least we won one of the games. Uh, moving on to staying in Texas, moving on to uh, Houston. To uh, take on, uh, this is what my friend says, the Cheaters, the Houston Astros. Why do they call them the Cheaters Dual again? Team. Because during their uh, World Series run a couple years back, well, they've won two in, last, in the last few years. So the second one is, is kind of like a, ha, prove it, proved we weren't cheating. But the first one they won, they were accused of banging on garbage cans to send signals and tip calls. Wow. <laughs> don't hate the players, hate the game. But yeah. I don't know. Where this this ain't the last season for us. They're still yeah, but it looks like it's a Vegas thing. So but I got my, my Dodgers hat ready over there. Ooh. So but uh, I need to get to a game before this whole season is over with. I guess I got a couple weeks, right? I guess if I go to the Bay Area on this weekend, I can see the Padres uh, play the A's. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I got a lot. If If I go, I got a lot going on. That weekend, I don't, I don't really know yet, um, but we'll see. Hopefully, I can get down there. But where do they give it away? Are those hats? Those are. What are the those on? They're not A's hats. <laughs> what are they? Yeah. Um. Well, I can't. It doesn't say what it is. But how are the Giants doing? Yeah. Speaking of giveaways. Uh, that long-awaited game, the September 9th. I was trying to rally people all year, 
to try to go. I really wanted to go to Star Wars Day to uh, they gave away uh, a cool Giants themed colored um, orange and black Mandalorian holding a baseball bat. Uh, wanted to go really trying to rally people didn't happen though uh, so uh, watching eBay overnight and this morning and I was like I finally pulled the trigger just because I was like I don't want to like mess around and have this go up more and I was thinking the price of the gas it would have took me to get there and the parking the food the ticket and everything how to take that all into account like so even though i'm paying a high price which i normally wouldn't pay for any pop you know i was like this is fair considering so i did drop a big 60 bucks on it but uh it felt worth it to me because like, yeah i, I mean I, even I, that even i would have spent that they're probably sixty dollars just to get in, right? On top of a fifteen dollar beer and a twenty dollar hot dog and fifty bucks to park and right, right. All the gas, yeah. No, nah, you, you, you won. You, you scored on this one. Yeah, so, and it's it's not one of those ones you can just go into a store and buy too. So right, and I made sure to check like whatever, like the person. Had a really good eBay rating. They lived in Redwood City, so obviously, like, they were right there. They went to the game, so yeah, that is, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it's interesting too because it seemed like all the stuff they were selling was like from, like, the kind of giveaways from the games. <laughs> they were selling all kinds of other uh, bobblehead giveaways and whatnot. <laughs> Well, football's back, everyone, but we got slapped up by the Los Angeles Rams, thirty to three in Seattle. So, and DK got the DK Metcalf, your wide receiver, your great wide receiver. He uh, lost his cool at the end of the game. The game was well in hand, and he cheap shotted the cornerback that was uh, out there on the field. And now everybody's talking like, "Oh, dirty play, dirty play." I don't need to get. I mean, it's not like it was the Super Bowl. It's like the, the preseason. What are you doing? Take it easy, man. I mean, it doesn't count. I mean, but I mean, a well, win no, is a win. One. It's week one. Oh, this is. Oh, it's week one now. Okay, no, I don't thought it was yeah. preseason. This counts. Yeah. So well, this is, this it's only real. It's still on me to get suspended and have to pay some fine, man. Just yeah, take the L and both. go home. Probably both. Yeah. You're still going to get paid. Fine, that's for sure. You're gonna, yeah. yeah. Fine. You're stupid, man. You're still going to get paid. And now you got to pay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> idiots. I mean, I mean, yeah. I get mad when I was playing sports too, but not that mad. To, right. If I was getting paid, I was, wasn't even getting paid. I wouldn't, I didn't get, I wouldn't get that mad. But someone's paying me millions of dollars and I'm going to go, all right, man, we good game. We lost bros, but uh, I'm going home. See ya. No need to. Yeah fight someone but uh, i don't know well Broncos and the bitch yeah, ass Raiders. <laughs> right i was lucky enough uh that on paramount plus um the main game wasn't streaming instead and it's interesting because the paramount plus i get here is the kpix the bay area feed for for here so um they still uh, obviously got some love for the Raiders in the Bay. And what I found most interesting 
was uh, after the game, whoever the sportscaster was, like when the games ended, I still had the channel on. Because after the Broncos-Ragers game, they bounced a couple other games. But then they went to the local Bay Area coverage, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we got to talk about the Raiders. He's like, and yeah, we'll get to the Niners. We'll get to the Niners, everybody. But I need to talk about the Raiders and what I just saw. And I was like, damn. Like, I know there's probably, you're not the only one. Like, there's probably a good amount of people in the Bay that uh, obviously uh, aren't down with the Raiders anymore. So it's kind of funny that he was, uh, that the sports, random sportscaster was was talking like that. (laughs) Boo. But, uh, yeah, honestly, though, um, good game, uh, competitive game. Uh, as far as the vibes go, um, it was just so bad last year for, for my Broncos. Like, honestly, since I became a Broncos fan in the early 90s, uh, the worst season I could remember witnessing last was last year. It was just so bad. It just couldn't get worse than what happened last year. So um, not a good start to this year losing. It was only a one point loss. It was a competitive game. We actually did lead for a good amount of it, uh, but gave up the lead late. We lost by one. Uh, just couldn't get the, the ball back one more time. We couldn't, we couldn't stop them from uh, getting first downs and running out the clock. Block. So it's kind of what happened. Um, Russell looked good. Uh, running back looked good. Uh, Williams looked good. Uh, Jerry Judy was out hurt, our top wide receiver, but uh, the rest of the wide receiver core looked good. We got a, a Sutton touchdown. Uh, Lil Jordan <laughs> guy. Guy I'd never heard of. He's actually scored the first touchdown of the year for the Broncos. Lil Jordan, L I L. Lil Jordan is his name. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Like the vibe was better, but I mean, a loss is a loss. And I was like, dude, that's you're at home, new coach, trying to turn this thing around. Oh, man really gonna lose like i guess the only solace i can take is uh, as far as the division goes um raiders the only one that got a win because they were playing us uh kc they lost the first game of the season on uh thursday on the kickoff uh, they got upset by the lions at home when they were raising their uh super bowl champion banner lions came in and shocked them so uh Casey lost, and then the Dolphins came to the Chargers, which that situation is so crazy. You know, a couple years ago, the Chargers moved from San Diego up to L.A., and they lost their entire fan base. Like, San Diego turned against them, and now, still, they've been in uh, L.A. a few years now. It's the whole crowd, whenever you see a Chargers game, it's always the other team's fans. and today it was all miami dolphins fans so like when the dolphins came back and rallied and won like the whole stadium was like yeah woo! like it was all dolphins fans and it was in la so it's like it's crazy like chargers fans are like 
barely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same thing with the Rams, too, honestly. There's two teams in L.A. now after years of being none, but uh, their fan bases aren't as big as others, you know? Yep. Uh, I had completely forgot about the game today. I was too busy doing other stuff and right. had a had an interview with uh, Lee Francis um, for the next Magnez podcast. Definitely uh, check that out once I put it all together. But um, yeah, A's, Seahawks, both lost. Broncos lost. Broncos Raiders lost. suck. Raiders suck. 49ers suck. And uh, no, yeah, but they won. They suck. 49ers, Santa Clara 49ers suck. And the sorry ass Las Vegas Raiders suck. They actually, Niners might actually be the best team in the league. They ain't win nothing. I'll tell you guys that right now. They might be the best team in the league. They ain't. They're garbage. Santa Clara. You might as well just put Santa Clara on there. That's not San Francisco for those of you that don't know. (laughs) Sorry, Steve, but your team is garbage. They anyway, might be the best team in the league. Steve. They might. They're they might garbage. be the best team in the league. They ain't winning no Super Bowl. I'll tell you that right now. This is they only might. the beginning of the season. They might bad. win they... it all. All right, I'm saying it right now. They're not going to win it all. And we'll I'm see saying what's... it right now for Steve. They are. Steve, they're not <laughs> winning. They're garbage. They are. Lose here on out. Got your back. But I got your back. Garbage. <laughs> San Francisco, garbage. Giants and the Santa Clara 49ers, garbage. My the, my San Francisco Giants, on the other hand, uh, season is winding down. We're running out of time, but we're only two games out of a wild card spot. So uh, there's still chance. We're just coming off a sweep here of uh, the Rockies. So uh, we will see. But, uh, yeah, it's coming down to it. That's for sure. All right. Um, collecting. Where are we? I I got one thing, but if you got stuff, go for it. Yeah, I think I already shared this last one, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and the Black uh, Panther one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wakanda forever. I am the Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, got a GameStop clearance order in. Um, they had a really good deal. It was like uh, buy one, get two free, and it was already like clearing stuff. So I got some uh, Black Series uh, Star Wars figures. I got a Battle Droid. I got a uh, Dathomir Warrior. He kind of looks like Darth Maul. Uh, and then a Scout Trooper, and he's got like a riot shield kind of thing. So... That was cool. Uh, and then I got the last Red Saber series, Darth Maul. The only problem is, and it's like, I guess I just got to deal with it. I guess this is just for me to enjoy my collection. And I'm not the biggest box condition person, but it's got a huge slash, like box cutter slash in the box. So... That was disappointing. Uh, I hate, I, mean, I hate. And obviously, I could probably go through the hassle of trying to return it. Well, who'd you get it from? GameStop. See, 
everyone, I mean, if, if you have to have thing. it, if you have to have it and you have to get it from some big retailer, then you, it's just the luck of the draw. Yeah, but if and you it was order, a, it was a clearance thing too, like because it's normally like twenty five, and I got it for like nine bucks. So if you order from collectors or a a collector site, they're the ones that know to box it up nice. Right. I've all the stuff that I've ordered from collectors came pristine, unless they note that hey, there's a dent here or whatever. Like I said, when I ordered my uh, WWE figures and it came from Walmart and it came in a bubble wrap and wrap and it was open. I mean, that's right. That, that's what you get. I mean, it's it's just the that's why I try not to what order. I try not to order stuff from mail order from uh, Walmart movie wise. If it's a steel book, if it's in a regular Blu-ray case, then those those are easily easily replaced. Not the steel books. If there's a dent or something in it, then that's your SOL. Same thing with Best Buy. They just throw them in bubble wraps and send them your way. So, I mean, it's just, it sucks, but you just, you got to roll the dice when you order from a big retailer. So, but yeah, yeah. if it's on clearance, then yeah, that was probably, probably sitting on the shelf for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I guess, like I said, I can't complain. It was clearance price. Like it was normally like, just like 25, 27 bucks and I got it for nine. So can't complain too much. Uh, but speaking of rolling the dice, uh, also in that GameStop order, uh, this is the second time they've done this with the Mandalorian, a GameStop uh, Funko box uh, with two pops in it each. And there's two different ones. So I rolled the dice hoping to get these two boxes because I, I also got a whatever is part of the buy one, get two free deal. Um so I think I or no, I think this was different. I think it was just I think it was just uh, buy one get one free for this. So it was, it was still a really great deal. It was like twenty bucks for these two. So yeah, more than a great deal. But uh, anyways, uh, I was lucky enough. I got uh, the two different boxes. I was hoping that I didn't get uh, the same. I end up with the same characters, but I got the one, and it has uh, Bo-Katan unmasked, and then Mando with a glow-in-the-dark uh, dark saber and blaster in his hand, so that was pretty cool. And then the other box had uh, Axe Wolves, the Mandalorian that was hanging out with uh, Bo-Katan in Season 2, and then he kind of fought her at, in uh, season three like when she came back to claim the tribe that guy mm. so yeah axe wolves and then Cosca reeves uh sasha vanks character this, this is her second pop this one uh second did i have any of those i think you have the first one right i i don't know I either way know. both of them are helmeted so she still needs another where she's unhelmeted. Come on. Uh, no love for Sasha Banks or uh, Mercedes Monet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got this, my Costco figure right here in front of me. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. This one, the difference in this one is very minor. She's uh, like holding the blaster, like in a pose, like she's holding the blaster 
uh, up and out with like two hands. So, uh, and then both boxes came with a little armor keychain and a Mando pin and a four patches of Mando and Bo-Katan, Costco Reeves, and I think Paz Vizsla. So, yeah, did pretty good uh, on this uh, GameStop clearance order. All right. I got one thing when I went down to uh, Gallup, New Mexico, to the Enchantment Skate Shop. Uh, located on 310 East Historic Highway 66 in Gallup, New Mexico. Uh, stopped in there just to check everything out see if there was anything new. Uh, they got some new shop decks uh, with the shade design on it, so I had to get one. Um, I'm going to do a, a TikTok for uh, Skate Society, and I'll show the deck. Uh, this is a 9-inch deck. And that's uh, for us bigger riders. So that's I'm starting to ride her bigger boards now. So that's the only thing that I picked up. But definitely, again, um, shout out to uh, everyone uh, at the Enchantment Skate Shop in Gallup, New Mexico. Again, 310 Historic Highway 66, Gallup, New Mexico. So that's all I have. But random recommendations. You got any on deck? Yeah, no. Uh, I actually, I don't think I do have anything on deck. <laughs> you, you got something lined up? <laughs> well, I got music uh, lined up. All right. Um, of course, I just saw Megadeth down in Winter Rock at the Navajo Nation Fair. Uh, they played this song, and I was happy because as soon as Dave Mustaine said, hey, I'm going to play one from, or we're going to play one from um, uh, Rust in Peace, and this is Tornado of Souls. And when they played that, when he said that, I was yeah, I was juiced because that's like my second favorite song uh, on the album. So I was I was pumped, man. I was headbanging. My neck is still sore. Uh, I gotta wear earplugs from now on, uh, boys and girls. This this old Che is just ears are already ringing from working at the airport and going to shows and playing the drums and live music. So I, I really need to start taking care of my hearing a little bit more. Um, so, uh, but I, I took my earplugs out for a second just to hear it and then I put them back in. So, but, uh, it's an awesome song. Uh, this album came out in 1990, uh, September 24th. And we are coming up on one of the anniversaries, this album, Rust in Peace. Uh, it's not my favorite Megadeth album, uh, Peace Sells, but who's buying? That's my favorite, uh, Megadeth album, but this is probably second, second in line after, uh, after that one bunch of good songs on it. The, th the three songs uh, that they played that night, uh, Hangar 18 was the, the show to the opened up the show. So that was really cool to start off that. And they ended the show with Holy Wars, uh, the punishment due, which they always do now. So, but that was really cool. Uh, I did put up two videos. I think I did uh, on TikTok. I put up, I know I did peace, some of peace cells and symphony of destruction. Uh, I put up that. Uh, also over on uh, Instagram, I put up um, uh, Hanger uh, Holy Wars. Uh, it was a quick little video that I took of uh, 
that I didn't put up the whole performance. I kind of caught the end when they did the solos and everything. But yeah, my track this week is from Megadeth from the Rust in Peace album, and that is Tornado of Souls. If you haven't heard it, definitely check it out. And the whole album is awesome. So, but yeah, what do you got? All right, I'll roll from my song into my movie. I got them both lined up now. Uh, since you did track, I guess I'll do track. Uh, going to 2018's uh, The Internet is the name of this group, and the album is Hive Mind. Uh, track eight, Next Time slash Humble Pie. It's one of those weird tracks that sometimes people do where... Um, Instead of making it two different tracks, they blend. Basically, it is two different songs, but they blend it into one. It's a longer track because of that. It really could be two songs, but it's a six-minute track. Uh, but I do like both sides of it. Uh, both sides have a, a really cool beat to it. Uh, this internet is kind of one of the uh, spinoffs of the whole... Uh, like uh tyler the creator that whole uh uh golf wang wolfgang uh movement thing that they've got down there so anyways i got this track uh from atlanta so yeah obviously uh always loved that show so yeah the internet Next time slash humble pie. And I'll roll into my movie streaming over on uh, Paramount Plus. Came out earlier this year and uh, definitely a rewatchable for me. Uh, probably has a good chance of my end of year list. We'll see what happens when it's all said and done. But uh, yeah, came out, I think, in March of this year. Streaming on Paramount Plus. It's uh, Dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons, uh, D&D, Honor Among Thieves. I really enjoyed this one, and uh, yeah, it's uh, streaming on Paramount Plus right now. I still haven't seen it. My girl's in it. Um, I saw her figure yeah. at uh, and Walmart. I, I'll probably just get it just because it's her, but I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my my girl's Emrod my, Michelle Rodriguez. So uh, I'll check it out. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, all right, recommended. Uh, this a, a possible end of year. <laughs> this movie made my end of year when it came out at 2021. Uh, I don't know if it was my regular or my horror, but this is a, a film, uh, a Shutter original, and this is Psycho Gorman. Uh, Mimi and Luke recruit an alien overlord, and using the magical amulet they discovered, force him to obey their childish whims. It isn't long before intergalactic friends and foes coverage. Converge in suburbia to battle for the fate of the galaxy. If you guys have Shudder or AMC Plus, Shudder comes with it. Definitely check this movie out. This movie is awesome. Uh, 10 out of 10. Five stars. Uh, I gave it uh, five skulls on Shudder. And man, this movie is glorious. And it's got blood, guts, everything that I love. And it's got a little comedy too. And it's cool that it's uh little kids that are dealing with uh the psycho gorman so definitely uh if you haven't seen it, it's directed by steven kostansky i think that's how you say it it's 95 minutes all in english definitely check this out if you have shutter 
or AMC Plus. But I'm going to give another shout out, another one. I think everyone should see this movie. I talked about it last week, and this is another Shutter original, Bad Things. I definitely want to watch it again. I really enjoyed this film. I might I might cover it on um, 31 Days of Horror, which I need to kick into gear really soon. But yeah, uh, but Psycho Gorman, as well as Bad Things, both of them on Shutter. So definitely check those out. All right, oh, boys and girls, we gave you three hours last week. Tonight we're gonna give you a little over an hour and a half because I just I just didn't get to watch anything. But uh, please follow us on Facebook. Just search East Society. Follow us over on uh, Spotify for podcasters. Uh, the links are both below, down in the show notes. Follow us on YouTube. Just search East Society and have at it. Uh, go over to T Public, please, please pick up a T-shirt. Represent for us, everyone that has gotten one. I see them represent, and thank you so much. Follow us on X, aka Twitter, East Society Pod at Magnus Pod at Theo Zisu. Instagram at East Society Pod at the Zisu at Magnus Pod, as well as TikTok at East Society Pod. Definitely follow us on all there. And all the new uh, followers on uh, TikTok, thank you so much. Uh, all the latest, our new, new, newest followers are everyone that I met down at uh, in Arizona at the show. So right on, hit to all you down there. Uh, intro and outro music by Mixla Beat Productions. So what are we rolling on? Seven years now. Uh, next week is our anniversary, September sixteenth. Seven years, boys and girls, uh, with the East Society. Shout out to Big Steve. Uh, he's uh, been with us from the beginning, from day one, when we were, uh, what was I called? The show with no name. <laughs> but Yeah, Mixlaw Beat Production. Just go over to www.mixlawproduction.com. Link is down below. Uh, definitely follow and listen. He's got a YouTube page as well. Uh, that's how I found uh, the music, and I reached out to him. He goes, yeah, sure, go ahead, use it. So I always got to show him some love and put his info down in the show notes. So definitely, uh, I picked up a few beats from him. I've been getting some requests that, without reservation, should come out of retirement. Um, I was talking yeah. to my brother-in-law, Chris, and it's a maybe, boys and girls. If we do do another, uh, not an album. I'd say maybe one, two songs at the most. Uh, we got some stuff lined up um, song-wise. So I, I don't think I can do a full album. I mean, I, I don't have the time. He doesn't have the time. So, But people are requesting it. And cool. I mean, we haven't done anything in years, I think, uh, since the 90s. But I don't know what last time he was on the mic, but... I know the last couple of times I was on the mic was Comic-Con, um, but I don't know. We'll see, everyone. And I've rocked uh, the mic with my, my cousin's band uh, when I see them every now and then. But we shall see. But definitely, if we do put out anything, uh, I'm going to reach out to Mixlaw, see if he can uh, hook us up with some beats and definitely represent for him as well. But with that, yeah. everyone... Just again, show notes to every or all the links to in our show notes down below. So definitely uh, check out all of that. So um, we'll be back for more, and we got uh, next episode will be seven year anniversary. 
I don't know what we're gonna do. Probably just a regular show, but seven years. Seven years and two hundred and ninety-six episodes. Regular episodes. Not counting all the other it's either three hundred or four hundred over on uh Spotify for podcasters, aka Anchor. As well as uh up to the challenge. Do we just have to pick new movies, dude? I don't even remember what you challenged me to the last time we got to get at least one episode in before the year is up <laughs> but also we got more big brother uh, live feeds over on uh, the spotify feed so definitely uh check those out and everything else we got coming for you um i was gonna tell you something i don't remember i uh, guess i'll call you or text you and let you know but yeah. with with that everyone please be safe out there come back for more and again Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please spread the word on our show. Um, shout out to uh, Enchantment Skate Shop again. Uh, when I was in there talking, um, she goes, yeah, we got your stickers on the wall. So we had two, uh, no, the E-Society sticker and a Magnus podcast sticker uh, on their wall. They had, a bunch of, they had a bunch of stickers on the wall. He goes, yeah, we got them right there. So they're representing for us down there in uh, the Enchantment State. So, but everyone, again, please thank you so much for listening. Come back next week for more. So, until then, party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time. Have fun. Be safe. We'll see you next time, society. Peace.